Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already, I know it's Relationship Wednesday, but it's the 26th of June. Here we are. I may sound like a frog today and maybe not have my whole voice back, but um, I went to a concert last night at the Hollywood Bowl for a band. There were two of them, but um, I, I wasn't even sure what the opening band was. I, I wanted to go see this band called Hootie and the Blowfish that I used to listen to like before my kids were born. And, you know, they looked amazing for that long ago, like 34, 35 maybe 33 years ago. It was like 1986. And um, we sang the whole time. And you know how loud concerts are? We heard each other. So my voice, I am surprised that I was able to talk this morning. So if I sound weird, sorry. But um, I did want to say Bare Naked Ladies opened for them, and they were actually really good. So I, and I knew a lot of their songs. I just didn't know who it was at the time. So, you know, time flies, but wow, that was just so cool. And I didn't get into the chat yet. So good morning to Bella and Liam and Francis. And it took me a minute to get into blog talk. So if you're having a hard time getting into blog talk, you can call right in and and you'll get in. So that's pretty cool. But today's show, this show, I was saying, okay, so what am I going to write about Relationship Wednesday? You know, I'm always seeing people and stuff's always coming up. So I figured, okay, it's always easy to come up with something. But then Christ said these three things. And I thought, wow, I never thought of talking about rules, a rule, like a golden rule that you can have and use when you're going through a period of conflict in the relationship. Some things we know we're not going to solve in a day, not because they're that hard to solve, It's just that we need time. And the three things, when they do happen, when you're able to do those things, it's such a relief to know, hey, I'm in the process. We are paying attention to this, and we're doing a good job. Instead of feeling like, we don't know what we're doing all the time. That's a harder feeling. Most of the time in conflict, if something's wrong in your relationship, you can go to work and everyone will be like, what's wrong? You don't look the same. You don't sound the same. You can sit off into space for a while because your brain's trying to figure it out. But then when it comes time to sleep, you can't sleep because your brain's trying to figure it out. But these three things, they do change the outcome. 
They change the way you feel about yourself from helpless and not knowing, okay, where do I go from here? What do I do as a result of this? And they change the way you look at your partner. Because when we're upset or our relationship has been upset, which is different than you being upset, the relationship, your go-to that feels good, that feels right, doesn't feel like that right now. You look at your partner as far away because you're usually going there for advice. And then if there's a conflict, you're not going there. So where do you go? Some people have a friend they can go to and say, oh, you wouldn't believe what just happened. But for the most part, the person that you really need to go to is the one you're not going to or can't go to. But knowing what to do acknowledging the conflict that the two of you are having. If you can just do these things, you will create a bond. And that bond will say, wow, even in the worst of times or the hardest of challenges, we came out standing on the other end. And I will say, this is, relationships is is the biggest one because they're not places where like your kids were born to you. They're people we choose. And sometimes we believe we can unchoose them, right? We can get divorced. We can do any other kind of separating way to break it off. So it's not a given that you will always be there the way it is with children or with parents or relatives. Relationships have their own unique little place in our lives. And for some people, they're really hard. For other people, they're just natural. For other people, they're easy. But no matter where we are on that spectrum, When something shows up at our door, we never really feel like we know what to do. We know what we want to do in our hearts, but we don't know how to make that happen in real life as easily. So the things that, you know, the show we did yesterday about accepting the moment not always discounting today because tomorrow is going to change our lives. It's a shift from what I want to do to I am doing, right? There's that what I want to do is always something we're not there yet, but what I am doing is present, right? I am working on this. I am paying attention because we are finding out that we can work on ourselves. And just knowing that we are makes us feel better, 
It makes us feel capable. So these three things, and I keep saying them, I feel like those teasers, but I have to tell you all three of them at one time because the only way it will make sense is the first thing to do when you have conflict is to listen. It's easy to blame. It's easy to point a finger. And it's easy to scream and shout and kick and scream and do the equivalent of a two-year-old temper tantrum as an adult. Those are the easy things. But at the time we want to listen least is when we should listen most. And I know at the time when that, when stuff like that happens, you go, yeah, but I'm really mad. I'm really mad. Well, so are they. And then we say, well, why don't they listen to me? Well, because you're listening to them. It helps you calm down. It helps the other person to calm down. It's hard to shout and scream and kick and be really upset when somebody's listening to you. The reason we kick and scream when people are upset is because we think they are not listening to us. So we talk over them. Think about that. And if the other person says to you, tell me what's wrong. Tell me your version of what's wrong. Let's talk about this. Then you talk. that I have to say when somebody lets you know they're listening, you think, wow, they're upset and they're calm enough to listen this out. So the first thing is to listen. Somebody's got to listen. Somebody's got to hear. And then you take turns and you ask. And I know these things sound hard because in the minute of being upset, we're not thinking about this. But if you do think about it, especially beforehand when you're not upset, like today, you're listening to this show and you say, oh, okay, whenever this happens again in my life, anywhere in my life, I'm going to listen. If somebody asks me to tell them, I will tell them exactly what is going on, and if they're respectful enough to ask me, I'll be respectful enough to be respectful. A lot of times we don't want to because when we're upset, we want to talk over people. We want to show that we're upset. We want to show the other person what they've done wrong. But just listen because the other person may discover it in listening to what they just told you. Think about yourself when you hear things out loud that you're thinking about in your head. 
And you're like, oh, wait a minute. When I say that out loud, it sounds different. Oh, you know what? I may have had something to do with that. Or I had no idea this was coming. I felt blindsided. But just saying those things, not screaming those things, or giving somebody else time and space to say those things. Just number one alone, your life has already changed. The second one, number two, is to react only to what you hear. It is easy to add so many things. You know, and they say, they, I don't think they say this now, but when I was younger, they would call them the kitchen sink arguments where you throw everything in but the kitchen sink. But if you can react only to what you hear, Instead of statements like, you always do that. You never say you're sorry. You never admit you're wrong. You always get away with everything. When you talk like that, now you are into accusations, which take away from the actual conflict that you're having. Because when we say all those other things, what we're really saying is, boy, we haven't figured this out yet. And I need to scream at you because I'm so upset. I have no other tools on how to deal with myself upset. So I'm going to take it all out on you. What do you think of that? Think when someone comes to you and starts pointing fingers at anything but the problem. A great example of that is, let's say you're with somebody and you're dating them. You are not married. You are not living in the same residence. You're just dating them. And you notice over time, because it's the only way you can notice, is that every time you have a conflict, It's because the other person tried to get away with something. You didn't see what you saw and you didn't hear what you heard. And you don't know yet you're with that kind of a person because in the beginning, you don't know anything. It only comes with time. And then you realize that this person is going to not tell the truth and is going to wiggle out of the argument or facing the truth. So instead of saying blanket statements, like, well, you always lie, you always work your way around it, you always turn it around and blame me for things you do. But if you say that, the issue, the conflict that you have will focus on the personality of the other person rather than the issue at hand. And then when you keep bringing it back to the issue, the other person gets a little nervous because they're used to spinning plates around you. And it's all about you being flustered 
as opposed to facing or saying, but wait a minute, I would like to get back to why we are having this conversation. You told me something that didn't happen, and then you didn't tell me what did happen, and that hurts me to hear. It hurts me that you have chosen to be in a relationship with me, and you either don't trust yourself or me enough for this to be our favorite place in the whole wide world. Because that is the real issue. If you find yourself getting respun and it's frustrating, instead of accusing the other person of lying, say, there's something off here. We are unable, we don't have the skills to get to the bottom of this. This has happened more than three times. We need to learn how to solve our issues over and above the issues that we're having. I know that sounds like a mouthful, but you get the gist of what's going on. And if you have to listen to the show again, that part, that way of talking, staying focused on reacting only to what you hear. If what you're hearing is a lie and you know it's a lie, and I know they know because when someone lies, they know. They just hope you don't figure it out. But if you're dealing with that, you have to just, say, I don't believe we have the skills to deal with this. They may feel relieved and off the hook. But for in order for you to both get those skills, you either have to go to a third party or you could research or you could talk to a friend or you could ask one of your parents, friends, kids, somebody to listen because they're not going to lie to a group. And if they do, you have bigger issues. But just being able to react only to what you hear, repeating what they said, let me get this straight. You are telling me that this did not happen. Am I correct in, in saying that? Yes. And you are telling me that this did happen. Yes. So I'm feeling upset because there is things that happened around this that tell me that what you're telling me happened didn't happen and I don't feel safe. I'm hurt. This doesn't feel right. Is there anything that we can do now? that would help us resolve this. If the other person says, no, that's my story and I'm sticking to it, then you have to say, we need, we need to figure out a way to solve this issue. 
some issues, if the person doesn't give up the truth, the relationship will just get stuck right there. And every time you have an argument or you have a conflict, you're going to go right back to this list that starts growing over time until one day you're under the list because now it's too heavy to carry all of those situations. And you say, I believe I don't belong here anymore. It will wake you up in your sleep. But the way you would know that, because how you listen and how you react to only what you hear will either grow a bond or break it. When the other person says, hey, I should not have done that. That wasn't my best judgment. I am really sorry if I hurt your feelings. I know that at some point in our relationship, you're going to do something or I'm going to do something that hurts you without my intention to actually try to hurt you ever. I would never want to do that. And if I ever do, please do what you're doing now and tell me. And you're like, oh, wow, that's different. Wow, thank you for caring enough to give me the space to come to you when something is not okay. When something is not okay, I can come to you and I can say, hey, you know what? This happened and something doesn't feel right about it. Can we talk about it? They say, sure. And then you talk about it and they turn around and say to you, and they react only to what they hear. I understand this hurt your feelings. It really is hard for me to think that I've hurt your feelings. I never want to hurt your feelings knowingly. I will not do that again like that. And thank you for coming to me. And people do say it, and people do know to say it. And when they do, they have built a bond. And sometimes people stress for days, months, sometimes years, going to someone with something that bothers them. They think they can handle it. They think that, oh, you know what, it's okay. It's a small thing. Small things become big things when we don't discuss them. It's not about what the thing is. What it's about is our communication when there is something, because there's going to be something. We wouldn't be realistic to think there's nothing. Relationships are designed for us to grow through them and with them. And build bonds instead of constant conflict. So the third thing is, say what you would want to hear. Think about that. 
instead of saying what they want to hear or what you want to hurt them with because you're hurting, speak to that soul the way you would respond when you are spoken to. I'm going to say that one again. Speak to that soul the way you would respond when you are spoken to. Tell me what you think of this. You're really upset. You did fill in the blank as opposed to I know it's got to feel awful to be on the side you're on right now. I know that you did not intend for what happened to happen. And it's not easy. And the natural thing would be for us to have a shouting match at who's right. But I don't want to be right. I want to make sure that you're okay and that we are okay. Just saying these things, it's like everything in your body just anchors as opposed to bouncing off the walls. Just bouncing off the walls. Listening, reacting only to what you hear and saying what you would want to hear. Just even writing those down yesterday. Normally, I don't write stuff down for the show. I write it, I come in, and it all just comes out. But even after writing those down, and I left to go to the concert, and I left early because I had to go to my daughter's work and get her and, you know, just create this whole fun event type of feeling. And I left feeling so great just knowing those three things it is about time we are taught to not have conflict that results in hurting each other further physically or mentally Because at this point in our world, we're seeing this divide. There's like complete anger in weapons and wars. And, and that has trickled down into daily life, at least in the United States, where you, you don't know who's armed or not. That's how anger has become even displaced to that level on a daily basis to people who are extremely caring, sensitive, and are protecting the environment, let alone the people that live in it. When Christ said things will either be black or white, we're pretty darn sure what's working and what isn't right now. But we're also learning bigger ways to deal with the stuff that we have been taught to deal with with anger, like, well, that anger justified. Heck, if someone did that, then this is how you should respond. 
if the man cheats, throw all his clothes out and set him on fire in the front lawn. Really? If someone breaks up with you, pull out the tub of ice cream. Really? Pity and justification and entitlement and all of that. My brain has become something that's so old news. Like, oh, wow, that's such a cliche or a parody of itself at this point. Because it is. It is a parody of itself. It is old news. It is the old way we had done things. And even now when you see that old way present itself, we just know, okay, that's what's going on because we have grown. And in 17 years since I saw Christ, the stuff he said to me that I said, how am I ever going to tell people? We're doing it. And we're doing it really well. And we're learning one day at a time now. The bridge is a transition of, oh, this is how we dealt with it. This is how we can deal with it. Without it feeling like too much to learn. Listen, react only to what you hear and say what you would want to hear will change your life if you did not already do it here. You guys, I got 10 seconds. I'll see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.